Our first reading comes from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 to 5 in the NIV translation, and it won't be on the screen. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. Our second reading tonight is from Ephesians 3, verses 14 to 21. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives his na- its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and how long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurable more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. What's your identity? It's a question we get asked, isn't it, a lot through the years. Who are you? What makes you? What mistakes have you made? What success have you had? What do you do? Where do you live? How much do you have? Is this our true identity? To other people it may be, but is it our true identity? The greatest adventure in life is discovering who you are. That's a big quote, isn't it? The greatest adventure in life is discovering who you truly are. When we look in the mirror, what do we see sometimes? Sometimes we look in the mirror, do you sometimes see and look, I look dreadful. What? There's nothing special about me. There can't be anything good about me. What, what, what is this? But sometimes, do you look in the mirror and go, oh, I look amazing. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, I'm so loved. We look like that, don't we? Sometimes, do we? But is it healthy? Well, none of these are healthy because it's not the voice of God. It's the voice of someone else. Negativity and, posit- and positivity is not healthy for us. We are surrounded by darkness. We live in a world where the darkness and power of evil seems to always have the upper hand on us. It surrounds us and tell us, tells us that we are nothing special. We're not unique. We're not loved. What's so good about you? You're just another mouth to feed. Sometimes we believe it. Sometimes when we do look in the mirror, sometimes what we see is what is so good about me? What is different about me? Darkness tells us that we are worthless and are doomed to get sick and die. But that is not true by any stretch of the imagination. We can conquer darkness because Jesus came to earth and conquered darkness. 
Jesus was human, just like us. And Jesus travelled through the darkest parts of this world. And even in the darkest shadows, he was not beaten. He could not be held. Because he knew that he had God by his side. All the way. That's no different to us. Jesus was human. We are human. We cannot be held by darkness. We can fight back at darkness and say, there is something special about me. I am unique because we are unique. There is something in each and every one of us that is different. We're not all the same. But there is one similarity to us all. And that is that we are children of God. And that we belong to God. So we're not defined by what we can achieve or what we do. But we're defined by what Christ has achieved for us. And just doing good deeds and thinking, I'm doing good deeds, I'm going to be be extra special in God's eyes because I'm doing good deeds for everyone, that doesn't matter. It's good, but it doesn't make you any more special in God's eyes to anyone else because we are children of God. He gave us the grace to be able to do what is right. That is an amazing thing. Jesus conquered darkness because he had God by his side. He was the son of God. We belong, this is a big word, we belong to God. And we belong to a God who is willing to save us from our own destruction, who is willing to send his son to die for us so that we can spend eternity in peace and with him. That's a massive thing. We belong. How good does that feel? We belong to Jesus. And to God. These four lines I'm going to say now, I just want to see how, what you think it makes you feel. Because these are some things that are very simple but still affects us in a different way every single time we hear them. We are God's beloved. We are children of God. We are one with the creator of all things. We are one with the almighty God. That makes us feel special, doesn't it? That we are one with the almighty God. When we go on holiday and we are, we're looking at things around us and we're seeing like a, a beautiful mountain or a, or a stream that has glistening water and we think, how beautiful, how awe-inspiring. That God created us as well. How amazing does that feel? That everything around you was made by the God who made you. When we see God clearly and we understand God, we can understand ourselves and see how good God's love for us. How wide, how big, how deep is God's love for us? It has no limits 
There was a song we did out in Cambodia. Jesus' love is very wonderful. So high, you can't get over it. So low, you can't get over it. So wide, you can't just keep walking to the side and hopefully get away. You can't do that. Jesus and God's love has no limits. It is that big. And to think that God loves us is huge. We can approach God in freedom and confidence. The word of God says that we are made righteous through him and we are loved by him. We are one with the almighty God. And next time we look in the mirror and we think, there's nothing special about me. God chose you. God made you. Ephesians 2, verse 10. We are masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. So next time you look in the mirror and you're thinking, there's nothing special about me. When someone tells you, you're not special, there's nothing good about you. We are God's masterpiece. There's so many books in the Bible which tells us how much God loves us. Wise and restored, we are chosen, we are loved, and we are made complete by the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. When we see God clearly, we can then understand ourselves and carry out his plan for us. Because God has a plan for us. He knows where he wants us to go. We have just got to take that step of faith and trust in him. When we see ourselves the way God sees us, we walk in confidence because we trust the one who answers all our questions, who stands by us. We embrace his identity in us and we find the freedom to live out all he has planned for us. Jesus' identity in us is our true identity. We are adopted sons through Jesus Christ. We are God's children. And God is never going to let us go. And he is going to love us for eternity. And that is why he sent his son to die for us. The sovereign king accepts us. You can say it in so many different ways. It still sounds amazing, doesn't it? To think that God chose us. God made us. That's what's unique about us. We are all different because we all have our own part to play in bringing God's kingdom together. That's what's unique about us. So your identity is not, is not who you are and, and what defines you, your name. It, it's not your mistakes or your successes. It's how you understand God and how you can see yourself clearly through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Who are we? We are one with the Heavenly Father. We are God's children. Amen.